Hey, I'm Josh Michael. I play Jared on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to So Wizard Podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 235 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Good morning. Good night and good luck. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Higher, further, faster, baby. Oh, yeah, you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're just going to talk about all the new movie trailers that were released during the Super Bowl last night. But before we get into that, how's everyone doing? Mark Ellis, tell us, Mark Ellis, what's going on with you? Oh, nothing much, man. I've been catching up on the uh, special edition movies that have been coming out, the uh, limited release ones. I know I talked about the uh, anime I was going to go check out before called uh, Silent Voice. Well, uh, an anime? <laughs> Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of those uh, high school... It's a, a story about a kid who uh, bullies a deaf girl uh, when she... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> it's not uh, when she uh, moves to his school when they're like in junior high. And then he, uh, you know, he's su- he's such a shitbag to her that everyone else in the school starts to hate him. And then when he grows up, he wants to like make amends and, uh, you know, try to at least have like a uh, just try to have like a normal friendship with this person. And uh, it's all about him seeking redemption, her forgiveness, uh they each have their own little issues that they're dealing with, and it's very, uh, it's a very good movie. It's a very good, heartwarming anime that uh, is slightly depressing. It was only playing one night uh, in the theater, so I had to go and check it out. All right, you think you're on a lonely island with that one, Mark? That's all right. I don't care. There's a few people out there that that know what I'm talking about. They're down with it. You know, right. it's not going to mean anything now, but when the American remake comes out, uh, that's when everyone will be talking about it. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Aubrey? What's going on? Um, I started classes and I finished Gossip Girl. <laughs> so, oh, and I went to this place called Great Wolf Lodge for my birthday, and um, it's like an indoor water park. So it was really cool. No, that's about it. Was it like a giant like water slide that you like went down? There was a couple. So I guess they have one in Boston too. They have like this huge almost like treehouse looking thing inside and there's water all coming down that has two slides attached to it. And then you climb up on a big platform and there's three different slides you can go down. And then there's another big slide, which is like a big, huge funnel that you can go down as well. It's also a wave pool, like a indoor surfing, stuff like that. Nice. And what did you do? Um, we did everything except for the giant funnel and the indoor surfing. Because Noah was with us, so um, 
he was a little bit too small for the funnel yeah and we weren't comfortable bringing him on it anyway uh because if he fell off he would have got really hurt so even though they probably would have let us on with him because he was maybe an inch too short we just decided not to that's all right that's what next year is all about yes yes Cool. So um, just in case we didn't say it before, uh, just for all, all the listeners out there can know too, happy birthday. Happy belated Thank birthday. You. Thank you. Oh, happy birthday, Aubrey. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> if you're old, I'm practically in the ground right now. <laughs> we'll always be older than you. That's right. I, am, I was actually telling uh, one of my managers, well, one of the owners of the the brewery that I work for, He's like, how old are you? I'm 23. And I was like, no, I'm 28. He's like, you're kidding. And I was like, I wish I was. And he's like, no, really, you're kidding. I thought that you were like 23. I was like, no. <laughs> should have just went with it. I should have, yeah. But I get that all the time. And my mom looks young for her age, too. So I think that that's where I get it from. We just look really young. Yeah. I don't know why, but we do. I got it well, from my mama. I got yeah, it from my mama. I, I definitely did. I was going to say, I like my girls like I like my colleges. Bring them young. <laughs> Boo. Fool this man! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. How are you doing, Joey? I'm fucking glorious, dude. <laughs> and why is that, sir? Because last night I got to watch the greatest <laughs> franchise in the history of American football win there. <laughs> record-tying sixth Super Bowl championship, and it was fantastic. <laughs> um, no, it was great. Uh, I stayed home and wa- I didn't go out uh, at all. I stayed home, uh, watched the game with my son, and we were really, really, really excited. We got this fu- He started watching football two years ago. I finally got him into it two years ago, and last year they lost the Super Bowl. And this year they made it back and they won. So we get to watch it together and it was great. And it was really tense game up until about the last like five minutes. But actually was the least tense end of the game for a Patriots Super Bowl ever because they were up by 10 points. So yep. it, was, it made things a little less nerve wracking. I didn't have a heart attack, but yeah, I'm super excited. It was great. And uh, I got the day off tomorrow. I got to work tonight into tomorrow and then uh, I got the day off to go to the parade. Oh, you're psyched. You're so psyched. Yeah, me and uh, me and my son are going to jump in the car as soon as I get home from work and, and drive up to Boston with uh, over a million other people and stand outside and cheer the Patriots as they ride the duck boats down the down the street. Well, it's a good thing I you was, took the day off like weeks ago. Yeah. I was incredibly underwhelmed by the halftime show. So. Oh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I took the day off two weeks ago. <laughs> three weeks ago maybe longer um and i was really worried it was going to jinx everything so i had to if i wanted it off i had to take it off before the afc championship game so right i just told my boss i'll pencil myself back in when they don't win so <laughs> but here we are i'm just gonna make it through tonight nice and not fall asleep while driving home yes don't do that <laughs> excellent great so now that we're all just feeling fucking fantastic mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more so wizard podcast all right so everybody can go to so wizard where you will find new episodes every week uh you'll find movie reviews from yours truly 
Netflix, and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Oliok. Uh, you also find our merchandise there so you can look good while you're representing the show. Uh, purchase some of our t-shirts and represent Soul Wizard. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping right through the link we keep on the website. You click on that big A, you do your shopping, you receive your products, and that way you get to help out our little show here. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean. We're on Google Play Music. And you can also stream our show through Spotify. Another great way to support our show is through our Patreon account. Patreon.com backslash Podcast. Uh, donate uh, a little bit of funds and uh, you get some bonus content from the group here. And uh, you get to help out our show. Uh, shout out to all of our podcasting buddies all the way around the world. Back to you, Joey. Hello, ladies. How'd you like to spend a little quality time with this sexy bard, huh? <laughs> Excellent. All right, what are we talking about this week, Marcellus? We've got Super Bowl trailers. Is there any other news besides Super Bowl trailers? Or are we just doing trailers? No, there's a couple of things that happen. All right, then let's do this. Bring forth the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week, nerdy news. Uh, some information that actually happened like last week, but I forgot to mention it. So I wanted to get you guys' opinions on it. Remember before how there was a, a dark universe from uh, Universal Studios where they were going to uh, bring all of the uh, Universal monsters back on a big screen? Mm-hmm. And then La Momia killed it dead. <laughs> yes. Well, turns out uh, they're not letting it go. Uh, for the third time, they're going to try to launch the dark universe. Uh, the the first time they're not going to admit to it, but this is definitely true. Was a movie called Dracula Untold. Yes, uh, you might remember that with the uh, the guy that was in. Uh, he played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast, and uh, uh, was in the Luke Hobbit. Evans. Yeah, in the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. So Luke Evans starred as Dracula, and that was the first attempt of making the dark universe happen. Uh, it didn't, and they kind of pushed that under the rug. And then Tom Cruise came back with uh, La Momia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh again didn't quite happen so for the third time uh they're gonna do it with uh the invisible man but this time is going to be directed by lee Wanell, who you might know as one of the co-creators of saw and who also directed probably one of my favorite movies of last year um upgrade uh which is amazing it's the movie that venom should have been uh so i couldn't care less about the dark universe but now that i see that that's going to be his next project and blumhouse pictures is behind it now i'm excited for it now i'm ready for it so what do you guys think of the dark universe coming back again for the third time let's start with uh let's start with you aubrey well it didn't work the first two times why would it work a third third time's the charm i i could see like a dr jekyll and mr hyde movie being kind of cool if they did a current day frankenstein it might be kind of cool but i think a universe as a whole i don't know i don't think that they they it's like DC. They just keep trying and they just keep failing. Just stop. 
They're gonna Christian get Bale Batman was fantastic. Batman's before that, fantastic. Then DC started a fucking universe. And I mean, they had a universe, but they started like an entertainment universe where they decided to do fucking Superman. And there's old Supermans, but you guys know what I mean. They started modernizing the universe and it fucking blew. Leave it alone. You're fucking ruining it. Just stop. History hasn't completely written that off yet. There's still a chance. There's still a small chance. Joy, what about you, man? How do you feel about Dark Universe <laughs> V3? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I understand why they keep trying to make this happen. And these are great old school characters, all these monsters. Yep. But uh, I think this is kind of the right path for it. I think, you know, getting Blumhouse involved and keeping the budgets down and kind of getting young, hungry filmmakers to kind of just go nuts with it. Yep. Is probably the best formula for these. And if you get a couple of them, Invisible Man and I don't know, whatever creature from the Black Lagoon or Wolfman that kind of click and are moderate hits, then uh, you can kind of start putting them together and stuff. You know, let's they don't think they need to, you know, get all these big stars and start taking photo shoots of everybody <laughs> <laughs> um, to start. But, uh, you yeah, know, I mean, we'll see, you know, you, the low, lower budget, what decently made horror movies are printing money these days. I mean, look at escape room, Mark. Yeah, I did look at it. Did you you saw it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I went to see it opening weekend. Was it bad? Uh, it, the beginning of it was really good. There's like two thirds of the movie. It's kind of like, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's a lot like glass. There's like two thirds of the movie is good. And you're like, Hmm, I wonder what the. What's the story? Like, what's the catch? What's the reason for this happening? And then they explain it, and you're like, what? That's it? So, yeah. Well, then the sequel is going to be about uh, R&B groups with Xscape Room. <laughs> Oof, that's a deep cut, huh? <laughs> no one's going to get that. <laughs> it's just for me and you. Um, but at least Karen Page was hot in it, right? Yes, yes. Yes, she was. Um, but again, if you saw the trailers, you know You already knew how she died. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the reason, sorry for the divergence, uh, convergence uh, detergent there. Um, the reason I brought that up is they made that for $9 million and it's grossed over $100 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely successful. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the formula for this. You know, keep these movies cheap and make them good to decent and make some money. And then hopefully we can get the Monster Squad. As the Avengers type movie of all of this. You know that that's what they're aiming for, right? How could they not? We talked about this before. How do you exist in a world where there's Stranger Things and it printing money and then turn around and look at you have Monster Squad sitting on the shelf that you've done nothing with for like 30 (laughs) years and go, eh, never mind. You want to know why? It's because it's the whole John Carter of Mars thing. It's the so many other people have picked apart the original. That when the original comes out, no one really cares. No one's going to give it's, a shit. It's just fucking little kids fighting monsters. That's all you need. <laughs> like, mm. Just make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they do start down this path and they do start to incorporate all of the monsters together, then yeah, I'll be down for that. I'll definitely be down for that. Let's just get this one movie out <laughs> and it'd be good. And then we'll worry about the rest from there. We don't need any special logos. <laughs> Universal logo turning into a dark <laughs> sun or something. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that was. Can we at least keep that girl that was the mummy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me bring her back. <laughs> We're not. I heard she <laughs> might be uh, Cersei in the Eternals by Marvel. So. Oh, nice. 
down for that. What, whatever she can do, you can put her and Anna de Armas together in a movie. And oh, I, I don't care what it's called. You have my money opening weekend. <laughs> it's called me furiously masturbating <laughs> in the theater. Rated uh, PG 13 uh, for sci-fi violence. <laughs> All right, so uh, since Aubrey was nice enough to bring up the DCEU, you know, you know what that means, folks. We have to go back! Yeah, we are diving back into it. Uh, so let's start with the announcement that we've all been waiting for for fucking years, it feels like. The new Batman movie by Matt Reeves is coming out June 2021, and it's starring not Ben Affleck. He is, they finally, finally admitted it. He's not coming back as Batman. This kind of sucks because I really liked him. I really think he needed more of a chance to represent the character, but they got rid of Henry Cavill as Superman. So obviously they don't know what the fuck they're doing with, with, in regards to these characters. But we finally have a date for Batman 2021. It's going to be coming out like a few months after uh, the Birds of Prey movie, ironically. Uh, so DC is going to be all over that summer. So what do you think of uh, the new date for Batman, Joey? That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm a little sad that Ben Affleck's not going to get to be in it because I did like him as Batman. Yeah. I liked him as a grizzled old Bruce Wayne. I didn't like the movie he was in either time. <laughs> um, but there were flashes of he could do a good job at this. So, yep. you know, for all the Batfleck jokes and everything when he was first cast, he was literally the least annoying part of all of these DCEU movies. So uh, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm really nervous about what lessons they're going to take <laughs> from <laughs> these things. Cause I'm seeing Matt Reeves talking about, I want to make a detective movie right. and I want it. And I'm like, Oh God, are we going to go back to like super grounded, like gritty movies? I don't know what the fuck I want from a Batman movie. <laughs> But, I love the Dark Knight. I think that's probably the best Batman on on screen outside of, you know, like Bale's Batman voice. Yeah. And Christopher Nolan can't direct hand-to-hand combat scenes. Yep. But I think that's probably the best Batman we've ever seen in live action as a representation of the comic books. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they go in the opposite direction. Like, what do you do with this at this point? I don't know. But I just hope it doesn't suck. That would be like the absolute worst. If they can't, they, how can they not get Batman right? If they're getting Wonder Woman and Aquaman as hit <laughs> movies and we can't get Batman right? Oh my God. I don't know what, what world we're living in here. Oh, well, the beauty of it is they haven't, they've have said that it's going to be one movie. Like they're not announcing the Batman trilogy. It's only one movie. They're going to see if it works. If it does, then we get more. So at least they're, they're taking that aspect. Or they're taking that part of the the making of this movie correctly. So give them that. Um, Aubrey, are you psyched for the new Batman movie? I am psyched that Ben Affleck is gone. Oh, I didn't on. like him. I really didn't like him. I really like Christian Bale. And if he could come back as Batman, I wouldn't be sad. I like all Batmans except for probably Ben Affleck. Wow. Oh, Harsh. Man. I thought I saw... They suggested somebody to be Batman the other day, and I don't remember who it was. And it was a good one, too. The guy from Twilight? No. No. Who the fuck was it? And it was somebody. I'll have to see if I can find it again. But it was a good suggestion. All right. All right. So um, besides Tom Hardy, Aubrey, who would you want to see as Batman? Oh, who would I want to see as Batman? That's a good question. <laughs> All right. You, you think about it. Joey, what about yeah. you? I'm going to think about it. 
Um, let's see. There's been a couple of weird left field suggestions or rumors online. There was uh, Edward from Twilight. Nope. <laughs> yeah, and that's not not in a million years. Um, there was whatever Jonas brother does acting. <laughs> the one that was in Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one that married that uh, super hot girl Nick from Jonas, uh, Baywatch. Priyanka. Yes, Priyanka. Oh, God. Jealous. Um, I feel like he's too young, though. Bruce Wayne isn't well, that young. They're casting young. Supposedly, it's going to be a young Batman. So. That's dumb. Fuck that. Um, I think like that's that's the kind of like left field out of nowhere casting where like they would cast like Nick Jonas and the internet would melt the fuck down for like six months and then the movie would come out and he'd like knock it out of the park. Yeah. But he's also way too short. So true. True. He could wear giant high heels like Robert Downey Jr. Though <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't really care. I know whoever they pick is going to be somebody I can't even like pick out of the hat and they'll probably do a really good job. Because I wouldn't have picked Heath Ledger as the Joker. <laughs> right. So what do I know? Well, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one man for the job. Uh-oh. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan can't be in everything, Mark. Is there a law that says he can't? Because I haven't seen it yet. I haven't come across that yet. Yes, there's laws against monopolies. Ah, damn it. All right. Michael K. Jordan. Who <laughs> <laughs> ironically looks and acts just like Michael B. Jordan. No, just Michael Jordan, <laughs> straight off the set of Space Jam. That'd be perfect. I'm down for that. If we can get Michael Keaton in there, <laughs> just anyone named Michael. How about that? Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael Jai White. Yeah, seriously. Why not? Why not? All right. So then in other uh, DCEU news, um, in something that isn't shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, uh, when it was announced a little while ago that James Gunn was going to be writing the next Suicide Squad movie, it's pretty much official that he's going to be directing it too. So James Gunn definitely directing the Suicide Squad sequel called <clears throat> The Suicide Squad. That's that's happening. Again, this is really news. We kind of talked about it before, but I'm glad that they're definitely going to give him the reins. Uh, so once again, what do you think of James Gunn doing Suicide Squad 2? Back to you, Aubrey. Fuck Suicide Squad. I don't want it to happen. I think it's going to be trash no matter who directs it. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. It's happening. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Joey, how do you feel about uh, James Gunn giving uh, the keys, officially the keys to the Suicide Squad? Um, You know, we talked about this a little bit before, but... Like, there's part of me that's excited because, one, I love Suicide Squad. Not the Suicide Squad movie, but the comic book <laughs> version of this. Um, I love. And we've seen him pull obscure characters out his ass and make a good movie out of them. Yep. So, you know, the hope for, like, Bronze Tiger showing up is, like, through the roof. But the first movie was terrible. We're already got – there's already a Harley Quinn movie coming out. Yeah, and then there's, multiple. like, three more in – and pre-production, so I don't even know if she'll be in it. Hopefully, Will Smith will come back. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> can he direct an ensemble movie in a superhero universe that's awesome? Yes, of course he can. <laughs> so that's exciting. But you know, it would have been nice to see him do something different. It almost feels like this is like a yeah yeah thing at Marvel instead of them like legitimately 
reaching out to him and being like, Oh, what do you want to do in our universe? What can, what can, what project can we create for you? Like he could have done a really cool blue beetle movie, maybe or you know, plastic man, or I don't know anything <laughs> to have this movie. That's as predicated on being their version of guardians now featuring the same people that made guardians <laughs> kind of, it's a little weird, but obviously I'll go see it. I'm not going to have a choice. I have to see it for the show. So yeah. Yep. Um, I would say based on the title alone, it's probably not going to have anyone from the original movie in it. Like you don't call part two the Suicide Squad if it's going to be like the sequel. You know what I mean? Like the Predator. You don't really, you don't really do that. So I'm thinking the gonna Die be, Hard, <laughs> the Suicide, the Squad, <laughs> two Tokyo Suicide, Drift. two Squad. <laughs> yeah. See, if it was a true sequel, that would have been the name of it. It would have been Suicide Squad, but the letters S in both words would be replaced with number twos. Yep. <laughs> the Tuatide. <laughs> Tuatide Twad. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. So we should be in marketing. God, no. God, no. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's got the job. I'm, I'm psyched for it. All right. So. All right. So then. Oh, and uh, speaking of. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, someone did ask Taika Waititi if he was considering doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and he said no. It's all James Gunn. So everyone who had their fingers crossed for Taika coming aboard, it's not going to happen. Sorry. And then the last bit of kind of DCEU news, uh, we know what Zack Snyder's next movie is going to be. He is directing a heist movie set during a zombie apocalypse. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to make it to the big screen. It looks like it's going to be a straight to Netflix deal. But uh, Zack Snyder back in a zombie world, uh, that sounds good to me. I'm down for that. Uh, so, what do you think about uh, what do you think about this idea for Zack Snyder coming back to Netflix, uh, Joey? I think it sounds cool. Yeah, I actually like Zack Snyder as a filmmaker and a director. You know, he has some movies that aren't good. And obviously, Batman v Superman and Just Ass League, whatever he contributed to it, were not good uh, films. Neither was Man of Steel. But maybe, you know, away from superheroes or at least mainstream superheroes, you know, Watchmen is pretty decent. 300s, one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, the 2004, was it 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake? Uh, <laughs> was that I'm, that long ago? I don't remember what year it was. Um, that had a lot of good parts to it too. So I, he's a really good visual filmmaker and it seems like if he's in his own universe where he can do whatever he wants, it should be really interesting. So I'm excited to see this, uh, and hopefully be really violent and gory and fun. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And also the legend of Gahul, the, uh, the one about the owls. Oh God. (laughs) I like that movie. All right. So Aubrey, how do you feel about Zack Snyder coming back? to the movie world via Netflix. I think that it is a good way for him to dip his toes back into, you know, filmmaking and everything after the trauma that he had. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be good, like a good small transition for him. It won't be as stressful to, you know, create something spectacular. Yes. I'm sure he's going to put all of his effort into it because that's just who he is. But I do think it's a good smaller project for him um, to get him, you know, back into the the grind of things. Me too. Me too. And as long as it's not based on his, as long as he doesn't write the script himself, uh, I think it should be good. You know, as long as he brings in some other writers on, I think it'd be good. Um, So, yeah. So that's it. That's all I got for 
the news. Awesome. All right. Well, I guess we should probably talk about all these trailers and things that came out during the Super Bowl. Um, we all had a chance to check them out. First off, we should probably talk about the halftime show. It was terrible. It's trash. Let's be for real. It was trash. I don't really like Maroon 5 to begin with. Um, so I wasn't expecting something spectacular, but I was told right before the Super Bowl that they were going to be doing Sweet Victory. And uh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, they didn't do Sweet Victory. They had uh, like seven second animated thing of SpongeBob and then a meteorite crashed and like terrible rap music came out of it. <laughs> it Kylie Jenner's baby daddy was there wearing a tool belt. <laughs> What the fuck was that? I don't understand. And people somehow know the name of whatever song he was singing. I don't fucking know. I got excited when they were bleeping out the song for like profanity and stuff because I thought maybe the sound was going to stop working. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Someone was going to turn it off and forget to turn it back on until the game started again. Exactly. (laughs) I don't like modern rap. I think it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. You can't even understand it. Like, what the what the fuck are they even saying half the time? I I like '90s and '80s rap. That's where I'm at. Um, maybe 2000s. It depends. But it, today's rap, I don't understand at all. It's it's mind numbing. It I don't get it. Um, I did like old, Big Aubrey. Boy. Yeah, I know. I know. I did like Big Boy though. What's the point of Big Boy if you don't have Andre 3000? Yeah, I know. But when they just have outcasts do the whole fucking halftime show. If they did, it would have been fantastic. Exactly. So I guess that begs, well, I'm just angry about the fact that they did not play Sweet Victory by SpongeBob. I thought that was the only reason I even watched the halftime show. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect anything spectacular in the first place because I saw Maroon 5 and I was like, well, that's disappointing. Well, I'm not yeah, I mean, I was expecting them to be awful, but, you know. It's fine. So I figured I'd ask you guys, who would you want in your dream scenario of the Super Bowl halftime show? Who would be the band that plays Mark Ellis? Uh, BTS. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Honestly, it would probably be Run DMC. Not Girls' Generation? No, 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 no. I mean, don't get me wrong. That'd be great for me. Uh, the other 50,000 people. Who cares about <laughs> anybody else? This is about you and only you. The other 50,000 people in the stadium really couldn't give a shit. But I would want to. They'd still be better than up with people. So. I would still want a. Uh, another, it's another deep cut there. Sorry. <laughs> I would want like a full party atmosphere. So definitely run DMC. Uh, or even, uh, you know, who actually would be really good, which would be kind of ridiculous, would be. Um, oh, shit. I can't think of her name. The, tra- the group that dresses as Transformer characters. And play <laughs> Cybertronics. <laughs> yes, that would be an awesome halftime show. And then the stage can turn into like a, a Optimus Prime that's like a hundred feet tall. Okay, I, I could see that. That would be pretty awesome. As long as they played Dare by Stan Bush, I'd be happy. So. Yeah, that's what they close with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aubrey, who is your dream Super Bowl halftime performance? I think it would be either Pink because she's an amazing performer. I love her music. I think that she would do. A fantastic fucking job. The past Super Bowl halftime shows, I've been severely disappointed with. I think the last one I liked was Bruno Mars. And before that, I don't even remember who the fuck played that I even liked. I'm going to say now, I thought Beyonce sucked when she did the halftime show. I'm pretty sure I vocalized that when I watched it. Um, So either Pink, I think Dave Matthews would put on a really good um, halftime show. 
Because his concerts are fucking phenomenal. So I could see him putting on a really good halftime show or a Blue Man Group. I think Blue Man Group <laughs> would do really good, too. All right. Well, my choice would be I would like to see a more of a rock band play. Um, so I would pick Iron Maiden to <laughs> Dude, they're awesome. They still trust. I've seen them in concert twice in the last three years. They've still got it. And they have a ton of songs that everybody knows that they could play <laughs> during halftime, all of which lend themselves to theatrics and pyrotechnics. So, yeah, I think th- I think that's the thing that the Super Bowl's really been missing. The halftime show has really been missing lately is the actual performing piece. Like the songs are super lame lately. They're just like the 90s Super Bowl halftime shows were the shit. And then for some reason, something happened and they just fell off the face of the earth and they're terrible. Like Beyonce only pretty much danced the entire time, barely sang. Not that I really like Beyonce in the first place, but, you know, then that was her whole thing. I feel like Lady Gaga did a lot more performing than she did singing. Like, there was a lot more theatrics than singing, and I think there has to be a good blend of both. Now, well, that's the thing, is that there isn't really any artist now that could normally do something like that. I mean, there's... You Pink know, does. Pink and Pink and Dave Matthews and Blue Man Group. Yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm sure Dave Matthews puts on a great show, but I don't think... When I think of Dave Matthews, I don't think of, like, huge pyrotechnics that goes with that music, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he, he probably would have been better in the 90s when he was a lot more popular um, <laughs> and mainstream. I feel like his following and his concerts are fantastic. I'm sure he would never do the Super Bowl. But I think Pink would do really great. I think uh, Metallica would be really good. And I don't even really like Metallica all that much. But again, it's a rock band. They'll have a lot of energy. They can still perform. And they have a lot of songs that people know. Mm-hmm. So... I think that would be kind of cool. Again, I don't really like Metallica. If it was going to be a metal band, I would pick Maiden nine out of ten times, and maybe like Queen and Adam Lambert would be good. Or yeah, uh, yeah Queen and Adam Lambert should have done it this year. What the fuck? Or uh, Judas Priest would be good too, but that would never happen. When uh, the Who did the halftime show, that was really good. I guess I remember, uh, the, remember when sync, the Who did it? In sync featuring Britney Spears and Aerosmith ain't walking through that door, folks. So. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure if you've been keeping up on current events, a lot of artists were asked to perform at halftime. And uh, it was a lot of no, 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 no. And then Maroon 5 was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, because they had <laughs> nothing else to do because they fucking suck. <laughs> All right. Enough about halftime. <laughs> Let's get to the main event of the evening. And that is going to be all these Super Bowl commercials and trailers. Uh, Mark, you might just run them down and we'll talk about them. Okay. All right. All right, so let's do uh, one by one. Let's start with uh, let's start with the TV ones because there really wasn't that many of them. Okay. CBS All Access introduced us to the Twilight Zone, hosted by Jordan Peele. Uh, again, this is going to be available on their All Access uh, channel that you have to pay for, along with Star Trek Discovery. But I'm not that big of a, a Twilight Zone fan, so this, this this trailer didn't really do anything for me. Um, so you know, I'm I'm not down with that. I think it's it's a good idea, but not enough to get me to subscribe to their service. Uh, so what do you guys think of the Twilight Zone trailer, Joey? I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I, you know, we've talked about it before. I, anything that Jordan Peele's doing right now is interesting. But, you know, he's not writing and directing every single episode of this. Yep. And to do this kind of weekly anthology series, you need a writer's room that's going to knock it the fuck out the park. 
every single week. And it's tough. That's tough. And I'm not going to subscribe to CBS All Access for anything. So I don't know. Maybe you'll check out the pilot or a couple episodes when it launches. But uh, I do like old Twilight Zone, but I've seen the episodes so many times. They've been parodied on The Simpsons so many times that a lot of them are almost unwatchable because all I do is quote The Simpsons back at the TV. So, <laughs> all right, Aubrey, what about you? How did you feel about uh, The Twilight Zone as a TV show reboot? And, and anything that requires me to subscribe to a streaming service, yep. I uh, instantly turn my brain off and I'm not excited because I don't want to have to pay extra for fucking something. I already pay for cable, I pay for. Uh, Netflix, I pay for Hulu. You know, why would I want to have to pay extra for another streaming service? I have to pay for HBO so I can watch Game of Thrones? I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay for another streaming service. Stop it. Why is that the in thing? It's the way they got to make their money. Unfortunately, that's the, uh, that's the way technology works. It gets better for some people and it gets worse for other people. But uh, speaking of Hulu, uh, we got a trailer for The Handmaid's Tale Season 3. Everyone keeps talking about this show. I have no fucking idea what it's about. I haven't watched any episodes at all, but uh, the trailer looked intriguing. Looks like there's going to be getting into some deep shit. So uh, what did you think of The Handmaid's Tale Season 3, Aubrey? It looks fucked up. Um, <laughs> my sister-in-law was actually overwatching it with us, and she said that the book is more fucked up than the show. Jesus. So, yeah, so I, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Probably going to look fucked up. All right, Joey, what'd you think of that trailer? I'm sure you haven't watched the show, but what'd you think of that trailer? Nah, I never even watched a second of that show. Looks like trash. I'm all set. Yeah, the t- the trailer looked cool, though. It looked like there's some bo- some crazy shit that's happening. I don't know. It's just not, not my wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Oh, and there's one more TV show uh, trailer that they showed. It's the uh, television version of a movie that came out years ago called Hannah, starring... The girl's name I could never say. Sorsa Ronan. You've seen it. She played Ladybird. You've seen her. She's all over the place. Um, but they made a. They're making a TV show out of, um, kind of based on that old movie that she was in, where she plays a young girl who grows up to be an assassin who gets trained as an assassin as like a twelve-year-old. Um, the movie didn't have enough bite in it. It was like a good character study and had like an amazing fight scene that was all like one shot where the camera just zipped around as she beat the shit out of someone. Uh, and that aspect was cool, but the story didn't quite work. But the TV show looked interesting. Uh, so it's going to be premiering on Amazon Prime. Uh, the first episode they put available right after the Super Bowl, which I thought was kind of cool, even though the show doesn't start until uh, another couple of weeks, I think. Uh, so what would you guys think of that trailer, uh, Joey, Hannah? Um, It looked all right. Again, I just didn't feel hooked enough by this or Handmaiden's Tale. Like Handmaiden's Tale is an investment now. I have to watch two seasons to catch up. Right. So the fact that it's not something in my wheelhouse to start, it didn't really hook me and make me say, all right, let me jump on Hulu. And I, I saw, I remember the movie was okay. Like you said, it was okay. And there had a couple of good scenes. Um, you know, and, and again, this is okay. It, it, it's a little outside of what I'm going to normally sit down and watch. It's not really a genre show, but yeah. I don't know. Like I'm so far behind on so much other stuff that I really feel like for a TV show commercial that it needs to like just fucking floor me for me to jump on the Amazon immediately and start watching it. I can understand. And I just was I wasn't floored. You know, I thought it looked oh that looks cool. It looks like well done, but I'm not gonna watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I I still haven't watched season three of Mr. Robot. You know, I'm like two years behind on all the CW shows. I'm half a season behind on The Walking Dead. 
I have all this stuff I got to watch on this, not even counting all the stuff we watch for the podcast. And I just, you really, for a TV show, for me to invest in a season of a TV show, you really got to just knock my fucking socks off. And and none of these TV show commercials did that for me. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you still have other TV shows that are going to be coming up soon that uh, I'm sure they're definitely going to try to get your eyeballs on. Oh, Uh, God, I know. Umbrella (laughs) Academy. I still have to finish Voltron. Oh, God. All right, so Aubrey, what about you? Do you have any thoughts on the uh, Hannah trailer? It looks okay. I like her as an actress, so I probably would watch like one episode. But after that, I can't. I can't promise that I'll commit because I barely commit to anything. So <laughs> let's not get too excited. I probably won't do it. Fair enough. That sounds about right. All right. So uh, enough of the TV shows. Let's get those out of the way. Let's talk about the movies. All right. Now. Couple of big ones. Uh, nothing really new. Just kind of uh, reassessments of trailers that we've already seen, except for one. There was a new trailer that dropped right before Super Bowl, and it's for Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, The Rock, Jason Statham, in their spinoff that we've been talking about from the, co- the director of uh, the first John Wick movie uh, and Deadpool, the second Deadpool movie. I think this movie looks amazing. It looks like. The Fast and the Furious in like the prime Fast and the Furious uh, mode and like Saturday morning cartoon mode. Uh, so I think it looks awesome. I think The Rock looks great. Uh, I can't wait to see what the co-director of John Wick does with these two action stars. So what did you guys think of the trailer? Uh, let's start with you, Aubrey. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't care at all. <laughs> the trailer didn't do anything for you at all. No, no. not at all. All right. Joey. Oh boy. Uh, I thought this looked fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and I mean that in the most goofiest way possible. Like it looked like something I would have rented when I was like 11 and forced my parents to watch and they would hate every minute of it. Mm-hmm. So I tried to get Jen excited to go see it. I was like, look, your celebrity crush, Ildris Alba is back and he's in a movie with the rock. And she just was like, that looks stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> like, damn it. No. So, uh, I'm all in. Uh, this looks fucking goofy and fun as hell. I, I kind of almost want to just go on blackout from any more promotional stuff for it because I don't want to mm-hmm. see all the big stunts and stuff before the movie. Yep. But it looks fun. And I, Jason Statham and, and The Rock have a good chemistry. And, and you know, it's going to be dumb and stupid and fun. And I don't understand why they hang out with Jason Statham in the Fast and Furious movies since he killed Han. Right. But I don't think it really matters. <laughs> like, there's no whatever. Yeah, exactly. There, there's a movie where a car fights a submarine. You know what I'm saying? So there's like, you can throw logic completely out of the window when it comes to these movies. Right. And like I said, uh, this is not going to be a good movie. This is not an Oscar winning movie. This is not um, even something that would probably make my top five of the year like, this year when it comes out. But am I going to go see it and have a hilariously fun time watching stupid action and explosions. Of course I am. And is Aubrey going to go see it? Cause we're going to go talk about it on the podcast. Of course she is. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> Boo this man. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I will be there day one. All right, so then in other trailers that we've already seen, the original ones for, but they gave us a little bit new footage. Let's start with Alita Battle Angel, which is actually coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, they hyped it up to be the 3D cinematic experience of the year. Uh, the reviews have been coming out for this movie. It's uh, been mixed, uh, but I am 
unbelievably psyched to see this movie. I can't wait. My level of excitement is through the roof to go see this movie. Uh, so, yeah, I like the footage. I thought it was cool. What would you guys think, Joey? I get more and more excited everything I see about this movie. And yeah. I've seen some reviews online on YouTube and in print. Non-spoiler reviews, obviously, from people. Some of who I agree with most of the time, some who I don't. And most of them have all been raving about how awesome this movie wow. is. Wow. Right. Um, you know, one of them compared it to uh, Wonder Woman uh, and said it was like, you know, just an awesome female-led action movie. And that's mm-hmm. all you can really ask for. And I just, I'm excited for this movie. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know it looks kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> some of the CG is a little dodgy. Um, it seems like they fixed her eyes, though. It's not as distracting as that first teaser, but yep. I'm just excited to see it. I, I'm, I, I think it just looks cool every time I see it, and I love James Cameron. Obviously, the guy's a god. Uh, Robert Rodriguez can direct the hell out of a movie for three dollars and fifty cents. So, I mean, we'll see. But I, I'm all in. We'll definitely be watching it and talking about it on the podcast. So. Nice, nice, Aubrey. What about you? How you feel about Alita: Battle Angel? It looks cool. Um, oh, thank God. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm not like over the top, like oh my God, this movie's coming out, dancing around. But you know, it, it's cool. It looks cool. I'm excited to see what it actually comes out as. Nice, nice. That that that's a nice, refreshing response. Um, so speaking of kick-ass women, uh, we got uh, some more footage of Captain Marvel. This one kind of eschews the old the old trailers of showing her progression as she gets older and kind of give you a little bit of a backstory and just says fuck that this movie is all action we're just gonna beat the shit out of of spaceships and squirrels and shit's gonna blow up and it's gonna be balls out Uh, i think this worked i think this is the trailer that you really needed at this point of the game to get people excited about it because um a lot of uh people that i talk to at work they're actually like yeah yeah that that's it that's now they're excited for it uh, so I'm psyched. I'm psyched for this one. Uh, what did you think of Captain Marvel, Aubrey? I'm really excited about Captain Marvel. Um, Noah saw the trailer, so of course he wants to go now. Yes. Um, he's been getting more and more into comic books and comic book characters. So he really he knew instantly it was Captain Marvel and he wanted to go see it. And so it, it was really, I think it was more exciting for me to see him excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already excited about this movie, but I, I think it's going to be fantastic. I'm super, super excited to see how it's going to play into the Avengers. Yes. Yes. All right. Joey, what did you think of this new footage? Or are you on uh you're on blackout for this one too? I'm, I'm not on blackout for this because I trust, uh, Marvel slash Disney with their trailers. Okay. When it comes to, uh, movies and, uh, like Star Wars and Marvel movies, they do a really good job of not spoiling things. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing fantastic. That's another thing I was going to say about like the Avengers teaser too. But uh, I, I just I don't know what it is. I can't get excited, like overly excited for this movie. I don't know what it is. It might be because I'm an awful misogynistic, hateful <laughs> person. Well, I think it's just they haven't shown so much of it they've shown bits and pieces but maybe the if they showed any more it would be spoiling so that's they haven't given much yeah i almost feel like all the trailers have been the same like three scenes recut different ways yes (laughs) over and over and over again um which is fine i don't want to see anything and i'm gonna go see it and i'm excited for it but i'm not running through a brick wall like i usually am for a marvel movie to come out which is very strange for me so i don't know um 
I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be great. We're all excited to see it. The whole family is, um, except Jen won't watch it until like nine months after it comes out. because She doesn't want to go to the theater, but me and the kids will be there to see it opening weekend. And we'll of course talk about it on the podcast, but I don't know. I just can't get overly excited for this. It might just be because it's a prequel. I also am. It's just, I'm not a big prequel type fan. Yeah. There's nothing in it. That's really progressing the story that we've already been introduced to over the past, like 18, 19 movies. Uh, so yeah, that, that I can see that playing a part of it where, you know, you don't feel like you're moving forward. You're just kind of getting a, a little, like, it's almost like a, um, like a spinoff, like solo, a star Wars story. Right. Well, and, and we go back to problems with prequels for everything, just like in solo colon, a star Wars movie, you know, that Han Solo and Chewbacca aren't going to die. Right. <laughs> nothing bad is going to happen to them. You know, nothing bad is going to happen to Nick Fury, Agent Coulson or Captain Marvel because they're all we've already seen Coulson and, and Fury. And Captain Marvel is going to be an endgame. So, like, what are the stakes of the movie? They're like, not that there's, not that we're expecting big stakes. Obviously, the good guys win in the end, no matter what. But like, man, I don't know. It just, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. I can't get excited for this that much. But I'll be there. I'll be there day one. So, yeah, cool. It's a Marvel movie. <laughs> All right. So then uh, we got a little bit more footage of. For some reason, Jordan Peele was like all over these Super Bowl commercials or uh, trailers. Uh, we got more footage of his upcoming movie, Us, that was cut together really well. Really well. I think this was the best trailer that I've seen um, out of the three that's come out for this movie. Uh, I I mean, I'm already psyched to go see it, but the new footage just made it look even more fucked up. I am so ready for it. Um, what did you guys think of the trailer, Joey? Yeah, I, I we talked about this before. I'm super excited for this movie. I really cannot wait to see it. I hope it does not suck. <laughs> Did you like the new footage? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think at this point now it's time to go on blackout. Yeah. I don't want to see any more. I want to be surprised with everything that happens, but I'm really excited about this movie and hopefully it's awesome and, you know, move forward. It'll make some more awesome movies. All right. So Aubrey, uh, I'm not going to ask you because we're not even going to tell you to go see this movie. Yes, Pretty. thank you. I was going to say it gives me anxiety. <laughs> it's more like them instead of us because she's not going. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I saw the first trailer for it a couple weeks ago and it gave me anxiety then. Um, and then watching that, I just, I don't, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Oh, that's okay. For this one, I'm the next one I'm sure you're definitely going to be able to handle. Uh, Guillermo del Toro presents. scary stories to tell in the dark we got four different uh teaser trailers for this one and i I know he's been talking about this for a while just like a gazillion other guillermo del toro movies but this one actually looks like it's gonna happen coming out this summer so aubrey what did you think of these trailers i remember watching and reading that book growing up yeah i was just gonna ask you guys if you ever read it so yeah i read i read the book yeah (laughs) that'll be another guest host week (laughs) yeah uh, where's Aiko? <laughs> he can guest. He can guest host. I'm, I'm throwing him under the hashtag save us Aiko. <laughs> I'm throwing him under the bus now. All right, Joey, what about you, man? What'd you think of those teasers? Well, I gotta say the te- the teasers because I've, I've read the books as a kid and I liked them and I was super excited when this was announced. But it's a Guillermo del Toro uh, joint, so you don't get too excited until you're sitting in the theater, but. You know, and then I was really excited by these teasers. They look good. They look like they're based on the stories, which are great. And then I read the synopsis for the movie, and it was like, 
because it's not an anthology like adaptation of like different tales from the book. It's about it's almost like Goosebumps, the movie, like these kids find a book and all the creatures from the book come to life and are haunting them. Okay, that sounds I mean, that's fine, but that's not really what I wanted. I wanted just a straight adaptation with maybe like three or four 20 minute stories based on the stories in the books, not goosebumps for adults <laughs> so it's a little disappointing but i'm still excited and we'll see how it goes i'm i'm i'll tell you the truth i had no idea this was based on a book until the teaser kept saying based on an international best-selling book i had no idea i've never heard of this at all ever so uh, this would be it'd be fresh for me as long as it's entertaining um i think the mummy walking around missing a big toe i thought that was kind of funny so uh <laughs> you know I, i'm here for that i'm ready for that all right all right, so then last, last but not least, the big enchilada, which was actually just one of the smallest teasers. Uh, we got a little bit more footage of Avengers Endgame, giving a little bit more wider view of the aftermath after the snap, seeing what the world looks like and seeing how our heroes and everyday people are dealing with it. Um, what did you guys think of this? these few bits of... Uh, of information that they're spoon feeding us, Joey. Oh my god, dude! I'm ready to run through a fucking brick wall right now. <laughs> really? Let's go! <laughs> I've never been more excited at the potential of Captain America kicking someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just tell from these teasers, like Captain America's ready to fucking go, dude. <laughs> like when they're talking about like people moving on, and he just has a look on his face. He's like, "No, I'm not fucking moving on." Mm-hmm. Bro. And then at the end when he's like his hands trembling and he straps a fucking shield on, it's like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so fucking pumped for this. I really don't want to see any more trailers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to see anything else. I just need to see the movie. I want to be in the theater right now, fucking watching it. Mm-hmm. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What'd you think of uh Avengers Endgame teaser number two? I am really happy to have them only be showing us these tiny teasers because I feel like any longer and they would ruin what happens in the movie. I don't want to see anything. I almost just want to have these little tiny teasers and be on blackout until the movie comes out because I feel like any more of it and it's going to ruin everything. And I don't want to know. I think there'll be one more trailer. And then that that'll be it until TV commercials, which usually don't show anything anyway. So yeah, yeah I don't I don't want to see a fucking thing. Now there's one aspect of the teaser that I just loved more than anything, and it's the shot of them walking through the hangar of the Avengers uh, building. Uh, like you just see the silhouettes of them, and it's like these heroes walking in slow motion in classic hero shot, and then you see one of them is a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> What a time to be alive. This is amazing. So uh, It yeah. really is. It really is. That shot was just, that was everything to me. So yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm super psyched for it. I'm really scared that we're building up to Captain America dying. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. As long as he gets uh, to at least hit Thanos once. Yeah, so. there you go. All right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's it. That's it for Super Bowl trailers that I think are worth talking about. All right. Great. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up then. Aubrey, any recommendations for listeners out there this week? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, so everybody should go get it. Last week I had explained that I was going to get it. I haven't played too much of it. I'm sorry. 
I've just been really busy with school and stuff. So I haven't played too much of it. Um, so everybody should go get it and let me know what they think. Also, send in your romance questions. All right. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, I want to recommend everyone check out Ant-Man and a Wasp again. It's uh, now available on Netflix. And uh, I watched it again. And surprisingly, I mean, I only seen it, I think, once in the theaters. But it holds up pretty good. It holds up pretty good. And there's a lot of things that I think are hints of what's going to come that were placed in that movie. And I think because it's an Ant-Man movie, no one really paid attention to it. But watching it again, I'm like, ooh, that's going to mean something down the road. Like something huge. And the fact that they put it in an Ant-Man movie just blows my mind. So, uh, yeah. If Is that to- in addition to, you know, them staring directly at the camera <laughs> and being like, watch out for time vortexes? Yes. In addition to that, that was like, okay. that I thought was cool and it's very obvious, but there's a couple of other things in there that I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's laying some serious groundwork for something that's probably not going to pay off for a long fucking time. And the fact that it's an Ant-Man just blew my mind. So, um, yeah, if you have Netflix, check out Ant-Man and a Wasp again, get re- get familiar with it again. Nice. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com, where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, and so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or just about any podcatching app under the sun, will be there. Hashtag no weeks off. And... Check out our YouTube channel recently launched in the last month and a half or so. And we've got videos weekly from Adam Wallyhawk. Um, he's alternating between two different series. One, checking out a director in all their films, which he's working his way through, through Steven Spielberg's, I don't know what you would call it. Film, repartee, repartee. I don't know. Repertoire. 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 There you go. Through Steven Spielberg's repertoire and uh, reptar. And, uh, <laughs> The other one where him and his wife, Jackie, watch action movies and critique them as well. So those are both new. Each Monday, you'll get a new video. So subscribe, like, and watch those. Check them out. And more exclusive content can come your way if you support us on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Podcast, And you get at least one exclusive episode of the podcast every week, every month. Excuse me, every month <laughs> that uh, other Patrons. listeners don't get access to only the patreons so the only way to have heard our reviews of bohemian rhapsody and bumblebee or with being on our patreon and coming up this month is double rewards you'll get serious oscar movie discussion with mark Ellis and friends as well as our love advice questions for valentine's day so get on a patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast monetarily support the show and get exclusive content in your ears <sighs> okay now that I get all that out of the way, I will suggest you jump on a Netflix and watch Fire, F-Y-R-E, a documentary about an unmitigated disaster <laughs> of a music festival. I just sat there watching it mouth agape that this even remotely happened. It's all real. And God, these people have made a complete clusterfuck of this thing. <laughs> it's just like watching a slow motion train wreck as you're watching it like. How did no one realize this was going to happen? <laughs> I can't. I can't terribly. I can't wait to watch this movie. I, I've been dying to watch it for like weeks now. One of the guys has a fantastic story in it about something he was going to have to do to get <laughs> the permit for them to have water tanks. Mm-hmm. And I it, saw that. It just takes the the cake of the whole documentary. 
but I definitely would suggest that you guys check it out. Fire on Netflix. And that's going to do it for episode number 235 of the Soul Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Everybody have a good week. Who took my big toe? Wakanda forever. Oof, I'm going to the parade tomorrow. It's been almost 100 days since Boston won a championship. I'm going through <laughs> withdrawal. But uh, we'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs>